Hello listeners, welcome to the Dream Stream. I am Yiska Cook. And I'm Ellen, Ellen Ronis. Ellen Ronis. And we're here to talk about dreams. And I also would like to talk about imagination. Because that's where I've been doing the most of my reading and research and also my practice. So, you know, it's all if you don't mind jumping into that, because I've got a lot to say on the topic. I'd love to. Yeah. Okay. So um, it's been a, a commitment of mine. Ah, do I want to call it a commitment? Sort of is. It's like a inner commitment, I guess, like a, like a New Year's resolution might be for some people, you know, that, um, that I am going to use my imagination in, uh, in a, focused way which right there might cancel out what Jung was talking about when he talked about imagination I think from what I gleaned from it it was more like let your imagination drive you know whereas I have been focusing my imagination so that's something I'd love to talk about with you Ellen so I um I have decided I believe in prayer and I I do. I'm a very faithful person. Um, but I felt if I believe in prayer, then I I better start praying, you know? <laughs> I mean, like, I've always prayed. I've always surrounded people in white light, you know, and, like, keep them safe. And that that's something my mom had taught me to do when I was young. Um, but, and I've done, you know, Hebrew prayers, you know, from the Siddur and really prayed for healing or whatever other um you know prescribed prayer that there may be um but i wanted to create in my mind's eye a prayer cathedral and i didn't know what that would look like you know if i'm going to believe if i believe in prayer i better start praying like i have then i have a responsibility if i don't believe in prayer then I don't have a responsibility to do that, but I, I feel that I do very strongly. So I want to build, I wanted to build a prayer cathedral. So first I thought it would maybe be like a stone structure on like a mountaintop or like on the peak of a, of a large hill. And, um, and I tried that, you know, and I went through that and then I didn't think that was right. So I changed the architecture of the imagination and it ended up being what it is now which is nine large white mature birch trees um green leaves um under the stars and 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 still that hilltop <laughs> so that felt right so but but just why i'm explaining this in detail is then you know it, it was it took a while it took days and days to build this in my imagination but I took the time because I believe that we have a deep connection with spirit um, through imagination. Imagination can work in so many ways. So many of the great inventors, even Einstein, what did he say? Like imagination is more real than knowledge or something like that, right? And mm -hmm. um, so people can use it to then dream whatever they might invent in the world so everything material started with somebody's imagination uh you know someone had said 
I want to create something that holds liquid, <laughs> you know, okay, a cup, you know, whatever it is. That's hundred percent, hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. That the yes. imagination is, it's the beginning of creativity. It's like a spark, you know, it's, it's, a, yes. I think it definitely has a spirit behind it for sure. Yes. I love that. Yeah. So um, I, yeah, I'd love to hear more about how imagination can be used in our creative lives and our creativity. Um, so I, I don't want to be so long-winded with this. All I'm trying to say is new ideas come regularly and our imagination, we're only limited by what we cannot think of. I think I've said that before. Yeah. <laughs> but I um, absolutely yeah, so agree, yeah. Please tell me how imagination works in creativity. Uh, not that I'm an expert on that, but I'll say how it works. In, well, you know, it's making me think, um, so I have a little bit of an inconsistent, uh, transcendental meditation practice. Okay. And, yes. And, um, I've just gotten back into it and we, there was a, there was a, a workshop given yesterday about, it was, it wasn't about creativity, but it was like creativity and something and, and the practice and like the transcend transcendence okay. practice in a way it's kind of, it feels kind of similar. It's like when you can transcend um, the mind chatter and yep. go deeper in, Yes. you know, you're getting into that imaginal realm. You're yes. getting into that like space where ideas come up and people say that all the time in the TM world yes. where you just, you know, you do, it's, it's a mantra, you're given a mantra. Yes. Um, you pay a lot of money for it. It's ridiculous. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'll give you a mantra for free. I, I know. So can't I just make up my own thing, but apparently <laughs> exactly. not. And <laughs> Let's whatever. do a little bit of dream work and then we'll take a mantra from there. Yeah. yeah. So, but there, there are certain reasons why certain sounds and et cetera. But okay. uh, in any case, um, you know, there is something about you just go back to the mantra when your mind starts to wander. So your mind is as, is as disengaged as possible yes. and you just, and so that you sink the, the next layer and the next layer and the next layer underneath. And then you're in that sort of transcendent place where, I mean, hopefully, you know, I don't get there all the time, but sometimes I do. And that is where things start to happen, like, like ideas and imagery. And I don't, you know, I don't always do things with it, but I do notice that. Yeah. I just, that's sure, just sure. kind of a little side, side note. Um, but I would just like agree with you in that, you know, the, uh, you know, I mean, Robert Moss always talks about that too. I remember he, you know, I, in a workshop with him, I said, Hey, you know, he said, okay, go to, you know, write your dreams down in the morning, write your dreams. down. And I didn't have any dreams. He said, just make it up. Yeah. He said, right. just make it up. Yeah. And I thought, what? That doesn't make sense. And that's, you know, my brain was like, <laughs> couldn't your analytical you know, mind, <laughs> my analytical mind, which is very high and mighty in there. Um, <laughs> it was like, I oh, know that's, that's so stupid. I had all this judgment about it. But that and would be coming from a different place than just my unconscious mind. It's really the same thing. It it's not that different. If you can really go into, it sounds like what you've built, that structure in about that, that place with the birch trees and, you know, at yes. night, it's like, it's kind of like a gateway. Make it up as you go right. along. Make it up as you go along. But I'm just saying, yes, that's, that's the last concept. What I'm saying now oh, is <laughs> the gateway, like you created a gateway 
yes to go in to the imagination so it's like it's almost like otherworldly it's not like i'm gonna try i'm gonna sit here and try to imagine i mean we can do that too we can just right. sit and just imagine something right. but it's different when it comes from that deeper in internal deeper place and i feel like you've created your um um, what do you call it? Your place, cathedral. Uh, your prayer cathedral. And, and it sounds like it's been in great detail. I think that's amazing. And I think that's I've really changed cool. it. I've cut it down because yeah. I used, it used to be a whole journey. And then after the prayer cathedral, I went into like the land of the ancestors and I had my council who sit on high and guide me, you know, mm -hmm. my beloved known, but also maybe a couple of unknowns are in there you know like Robin yeah. Williams and Betty White <laughs> but um but then I, I realized you know it's not for me to be on the other side of the veil I'm for life I'm for mm -hmm. like let them come to me if they want to mm -hmm. that's wonderful right they'll they'll appear if it, if they have something right. to tell you but exactly. I just I guess I just want to reiterate that I really I really I think that what you've done is really cool if anybody like wants to go into that imaginal realm or that kind of deeper like unconscious place where things can bubble up it's kind of important to create a doorway a gateway a I, love portal. That. I love that and I feel like that's what you did with your imagination you yeah, created I, I almost feel like the portal because when I when I close my eyes when I'm first going into that place where I'm going to be falling asleep soon, I say the Shema, the bedtime Shema, only the Shema of the bedtime Shema. That's a whole series of prayers. Mm -hmm. But I just say the Shema, which is, um, listen, Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one, is one way it's interpreted. I know we talked about this in your Shema dream. Uh, yes, I always like to come back to this prayer. It's funny that you remember. I don't even remember that. I love that you remember. <laughs> you remember you pumped your fist in the air and you're like, "God is." Born. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Was that the one was at a beach or something? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, but so you know, another way to interpret it is, you know, Shema Yisrael, listen, people, mm -hmm. uh, Adonai Eloheinu, the Creator is Eloheinu is the powers of the universe mm -hmm. Adonai its creator is one so all the miracles in our lives and in our world you know it's all coming from this one source according to right these are all uh, just different names for God right yeah yes mm -hmm. and um, right so uh yeah yeah yeah. So, you know, I think the dream world and the, and the deeper imaginal realm, yeah, not the one that's coming from that immediate, like, oh, I'm going to try to picture something, but that place, uh, you know, but it starts there and then you get deeper. Start there. Yeah. You know, I think it needs to start there probably for a lot of It needs to start there probably in mind. No, yeah. Because yeah, that's where we are. They always say like, meet the kid. I, I'm a kindergarten teacher. They always say, meet the kids where they are. Absolutely. So even in Waldorf, I've been in classrooms where they sing the wheels on the bus, the wheels mm -hmm. on the bus go around, you know, which is not typical Waldorf song. But um, yeah, I try to bring in what um, I've been learning from 
masters, Joe Dispensa or um, Guru that I love. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but so that's bringing the senses into the imagination. So we have these incredible, you know, uh, five, according to you know, Western society, more so according to Rudolf Steiner, 11, I think, senses. So, but I try to feel, so I'm walking through a stream and I'm chanting in my head or singing really. Shiviti, Shekhina, Lenegdi, Talmud. I place God before me always is what I'm singing in my head because I'm trying to get into a deeper place and I and a picture I'm walking you know barefoot through a you know softly rounded stoned stream and I hear the bubbling water and I hear the songbirds you know and I smell smell the outdoors and um I try to bring as many of my senses in that's um, wonderful. Yeah, cold, like that. cold water or you know and and that's so and I feel like in a way that's almost a portal in itself it grounds me you know and then I can really fill the cathedral yeah I and, love that and I imagine you know I I'm imagining if it were my dream <laughs> uh, that different things happen different times right like you you kind of go through the doorway that you've created, you know, of the senses and, and feeling all those things. And then what happens inside maybe is different each time. Yeah. And um, I try to, I don't, I try, this is more like I'm trying to do this, which is what I'm saying. I'm trying to do this. Whenever anyone comes in, you know, to go into the cathedral, I say namaste or namaste or you know like I just want to honor this person that I'm gonna pray for you know it's not random you mm -hmm. know so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm taking care of everyone in my life that's that's amazing <laughs> take care of everyone in your lives <laughs> yeah so Brendan our our dearly deceased friend uh who spent some episodes on dreams dream um he talked about mystics i think christian mystics of old who used to create also like a, a a church or a cathedral in their imaginations and i'm trying to find more information about that so mm. if you have any idea if you could point me in the right direction yeah i, I don't i don't actually but I'll, I'll keep it in mind thanks um yeah. So do you have a dream? Um, oh man. Yeah. So yeah, I just, my, my dream life has almost been like an imaginal realm. I mean, yes. the, dream, the dream life is the imaginal realm in a way, yes. um, just less conscious, like deeper, deeper on, in the unconscious. But it lately I've been really having this sense of, I think I might've said this last, our last time, um, on the air, but it feels like it's almost like I can't wait to go to sleep because I feel like they're all the answers are coming in my, and I don't know exactly the answers. Oh, I, I have it. a dream and I don't know exactly what it means, but it feels so rich and juicy and like meaningful. And like, I 
because I can't get those answers on my wake in my waking life. My waking life is way too mental and I'm all over the place with my ADHD and all that. And I'm doing a lot and my projects and stuff, which is all great. But um, yeah, somehow I just feel like that's what's been going on. So it's like, I can't wait to go to sleep, you know? <laughs> so I really sit in a, in a meditation, a kind of a prayerful meditation before bed. I like turn the lights off and sit mm -hmm. in my bed. And, I don't even necessarily ask for it. You know, sometimes I'll ask for clarity. Sometimes I'll ask for something. Yeah. Like that. Me anyway, too, Ellen. I share that exact same, mm. um, like, like lust for going to sleep, you know, and I'm, it's usually, yeah. it's usually late for me. I, I'm on a bad cycle of going to bed at like midnight and mm -hmm. then wanting, like getting out of bed at like 1030 in the morning or something. Or, you know, but I, so I do need to figure out a way to switch that. I just stay yeah. up, to, you know, yeah. I'm on, that's just my natural, <laughs> I'm just a natural night owl. Yeah. I mean, that's okay. People yeah. are, that's, you know, I mean, yeah. that's your natural rhythm and you're getting enough rest. I don't know that it matters. Yeah, I'm getting more than enough rest. No. No, I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping more than usual too, but I, I haven't been sleeping well, so that's probably why, but uh -huh. um Oh, how are you feeling? Sorry, I didn't ask. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, so mostly fine. I'm just having some digestive issues, but mm -hmm. I think they're, I think they're finding their way to some kind yeah. of balance. So, um, so I'd love to hear a dream of yours. Oh, this was an interesting one. Um, I think I told you the one about yeah, the shoe and the, all that. The one. Yeah, I love that one. I'm still posting that all <laughs> over the internet. <laughs> funny i and i think i've had more since then but i can't remember but this one i this was like uh last not last night but the night before so i'm in i'm gonna just kind of read it because i don't remember all the details um i'm in i'm in a front bedroom of a large house um again it feels like a similar type of house as in that last dream kind of uh up you know upper middle class neighborhood kind of McMansion, little mini McMansion kind of house. But I'm in the front bedroom and it, there's a big party or a gathering happening, very similar to the last stream also. Um, I don't know whose house it is. I'm asleep. I'm in a kind of a very deep sleep and a man comes into the room, it's dark room, and he climbs into bed with me. I can't see who it is, I have no idea. He just climbs into bed with me. He doesn't touch me or do anything to me but I was completely freaked out and I try, it was one of those where you try to scream, but nothing, no sound like that frustrating feeling of like nothing. Paralysis. And I'm desperate. Yeah. Paralysis, like desperately trying. And so I, I find my way to making a sound like a grunt and then a little more grunt. And then finally I'm able to just scream, like get out. Um, and, um, and at some point I go out like, somehow I after that I go outside in the backyard and there's this lake in this kind of bucolic setting there's a, a lake with a dock and um I, I have on like a underwear and a bra but it's kind of like a sexy one like a pretty one bless you um and it's like a bralette <laughs> you know what a bralette is it's just like you know not for like a tankini <laughs> you know, it's not for well endowed women like oh, myself okay. For women who don't have very much breasts in I actually do know what bralette is. <laughs> it's a very cute and sexy and like it's like a half a shirt kind of thing, but whatever. Anyway, it's not a thing I could actually get away with wearing in waking life. But I'm wearing one of those in the dream and I'm wearing this little underwear. Like I didn't I didn't put on a bathing suit, but I just got out of bed. That's what I was wearing. 
and I, um, and like, I didn't realize, I thought it was a bathing suit. Um, I just needed to get out of the room quickly. A small boy in the water seems like my ex nephew. How would I say that? My ex husband's nephew. Um, it seems like him when he was small. He's not small anymore. He's in the water and he looks down at my chest and it made me look down to see that one of my breasts was out of the thing. And so I like quickly, you know, put it back in and I, somehow I'm like nonplussed by this. I don't know why. Um, and just carried on. Boyer. No, I'm just kidding. Like, like I was embarrassed, but I was like, oh, all right, whatever, you know. And that's the whole dream. Wow. Wow, that's that's really awesome. So, um, what would you title this dream? Uh, I don't, you know, it feels like different pieces of the dream, but I'll I would say, who's in my bed? Oh, okay. My and bed. Do I have a sense? who is in my bed i really have no idea it's a man and it was just dark and there was i just saw this movie <laughs> i just saw this movie like last night on netflix a guy was in her bed you know it's really? like shocking yeah i'm i'm serious that i just saw this movie but i'm sorry for joking around about this dream because it, it's, it's a deeper yeah. meaning well, I don't know if it had to, who knows, you know, I mean, uh, it, I think it was that, that feeling of being, of not, of being paralyzed is, is, is yeah. feeling, I think many of us have had that experience. It seems places. to be uh, mostly limited to my dreams. Oh, I absolutely. No, it's an, I, never a thing in waking life that yeah. happened that way. Um, yeah. But well, I have more physical issues than you. So true, true. But, yeah. but you know, similar things may have happened but that feeling of like I gotta open my mouth and that is only a dream yeah situation. yeah well you literally like uh, yeah like like nothing comes out like right this, yeah this thing yeah and it's just horrible because I was you know you're I was scared I was yeah. frightened for my life even though this person wasn't touching me or doing anything yeah. or even saying anything it was just right. like wait why are you you know here like what the hell you know just terrifying absolutely terrifying and then just running I out and it's my dream i'm feeling so exposed and then the next scene okay. yeah the next scene is like this bucolic thing in the backyard of the same house that i'm in here being like scared to death and having nobody hear me or like not being able to like say anything. I can't say anything. And I'm in this, you know, pretty house, like kind of wealthy feeling suburban house in a front bedroom that seemed significant too. somehow it was right. You know, like you could look in the front window. It didn't feel exposed, but it just felt right there in the front. So I'm, there, I'm sure there's some significance to that in the front of my subconscious maybe, or. Uh, yes, I'm thinking similarly. Um, and, and, when the bralette, when one of my boobs is out of the bralette. Yeah. Oh, and by the I, way, well, my boob was really was small. Like it wasn't me. It was almost like not my. Boob. Oh, it was me. No. So yeah, that's why I was where I could wear it, get away with wearing a yeah. bralette. <laughs> not in waking. Not really. Would, <laughs> but yeah, wouldn't. <laughs> For that one special guy. Well, I'm just joking. But here's my question. Mm -hmm. Do I feel exposed? What is what is my ex's nephew do for life with his life? 
I mean, he's a, he's a young, well, you know, how old is he now? I don't know. He's in school. I think he's in college. I'm guessing he's like in college. I don't know. Young kid. He's probably really like, I don't even know. He probably, he's like handsome. He's tall and like good looking guy. Like he was a little boy when I last knew him. I mean, like a lot happens in 10 years when you're young. He looks you know? anything like his uncle. I'm sure he's really yeah, good. Yes, and he does. And his father is even handsomer in a certain kind of way. Yeah. yeah. Tim, yeah, Tim's brother. Not handsomer, just different handsome. Different yes. handsome. He looks sort of Tom Cruise-ish, his brother. Okay, yeah. On the movie last night, too. Yeah, he's got that kind of handsome. You know, they're, anyway, they're both handsome in, yeah. in interesting ways. But um, but yeah, so he's in college. I don't know. I really don't know anything about him. I don't, they don't, I don't see, you know, I'm not on their Facebook or any, I see occasional yeah. pictures from his sis, sis, sister-in-law. Um occasionally pop up but like I really don't have any real connection so I, I don't know you know just I don't know I don't know why him yeah and um did you feel differently upon waking than you were feeling within the dream being scared and didn't don't know who is in bed with me um I don't know if I felt different I think I was just really like like why did that why was that why did why couldn't I make a sound like where am I in my life that I can't do that it seems doesn't seem right for where I am in my life but um is there any situation where I feel like that is reminding me of something recent I mean the only thing that you know the biggest thing that's happening for me is this creation of the, the, the slow, steady creation of a new, um, like a new coaching practice, new coaching business, mm -hmm. um, which is, you know, also doing workshops and things like it's just a new business for me, um, or a new avenue in my, in my business life. So, um, there is a feeling of like, I really want to be shouting it from the rooftops. Like, I'm so proud of this. I'm so excited. I'm really using myself and all my skills and my authenticity and who I am but I'm not there yet. I'm not in that much confidence about it. I'm in that, I don't really know exactly what this is. I'm just throwing out some workshops. You're kind of doing well, kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm enjoying it. I'm not, you know, <laughs> I mean, that, and that's part of the process. Sure, of course it is. So it, it's just, it's, it's hard not to be in that, like, Wow, this is so cool. I think we have to pat ourselves on the back because just as we say, we have to advocate for ourselves when it comes to like anything medical or mm -hmm. like, you know, any anywhere where we have to stand up for ourselves because mm -hmm. we are us. Mm -hmm. But similarly, I think we also need to encourage ourselves and be proud of ourselves and in a way like mother yourself, your yeah. girl self. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think that does need to happen in, especially in this too. Like there has to be yeah. an appreciation for all the little steps, all the little things, yes. some of some of which feel terribly uncomfortable, some of the marketing things and yes. um, and and continuing to find the process of what what is okay for me. You know, I'm not going to post on Instagram 15 times a day with you know whatever people do. You know, and yeah. I, I'm not saying I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to post. I'm just saying 
it's going to be very much my own voice. And I don't know what exactly that is yet. So mm. it's all good and it's all okay. And it's, it's unfolding, I'm, but there's, I, th I wonder if that's it. I mean, I don't know. I really don't yeah. know. That's it. Well, I, I would just that, look. Yeah. Place that I can't, can't speak, can't shout. My can't, mind, my heart, you know, and I think that if this is my dream, I just want to hold that, you know, in my, within myself and uh, and then see if a situation does come up where I start to feel similarly, you know, and then I can make other choices. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> and yeah, something about, I don't know, maybe there was like a kind of a guilelessness about the way I came out into the backyard with this little yeah. thing on and kind of a little bit of coyote. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what that means. Trickster. The trickster. Uh, I wasn't, wasn't trickster. That reminds me of guile. Yeah. No guile to me is guileless. Being guileless is being, is like almost innocent, almost like, and it's not really like innocent. Oh. Yeah, not gullible, but an innocence, no. like just being like, I'm so free and I'm okay. Who are you calling gullible? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not the, I mean that's just no, not. I mean, I'm just right for this. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very <Yeah>. sensitive. <laughs> sensitive yeah. to being misunderstood. Um, yeah, anyway, so I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe maybe the person getting into the bed was my ex-husband, but I really don't think so. It felt like a stranger. Yeah. It really did. But it felt like there, it felt like my, my, my in-laws house, my ex-in-laws. Oh. It and The same as the other dream with the shoe and the, well, no, that felt like a, somebody else. Anyway, they all that <laughs> feel of a combination of, no, th this dream actually felt like it did feel like my in-laws house. Yes. It, did have a, it did have a flavor of that. So it doesn't surprise me that my ex-nephew was there. So sure. weird to say ex-nephew, but because whatever, but nephew. I really have no connection with that. Anymore, okay. so. Well, well, that's, that's really amazing that you feel like you were at their house. Is there any memory that their house brings up? I mean, I know you had a many year marriage and with their son so but because because you had said that your dreams you hadn't said this I'm paraphrasing but I understood you to say your dreams are really teaching you a lot right now and showing you um yeah well, a, that's a pathway to go or that's my those are my words but Mm -hmm. what, what were you saying you were saying something right? yeah just I feel like the dream world is telling me what's important now like what is it you know it's it's sort of giving me the the message this spiritual message of this life moving forward because yeah. the life of the building of an entrepreneurship is very it's a very intellectual process you know it's yes it's action and intellectual it's not necessarily spiritual but i miss missing the spiritual piece yeah. so i feel like my dream life is bringing something of that to me from yeah. you know and maybe their messages of how to move forward in this thing that i'm creating from like a different place so i don't know what the message is in this dream about that but it that's what it feels like that my dream world has been somehow i'm looking at it this way if this is my dream 
I'm thinking this is very much teaching me that I'm moving forward now by bringing up my ex-in-laws and my ex-nephew-in-law or whatever, you know, my ex-husband by, um, you know, correlation. And, um, and now I'm, I'm not that same person that I was. And it's time now, and I'm taking this twofold because I know that you and your ex-husband did, had a Pilates practice together and you have, in my mind, doing very physical massage and Pilates uh, with people and now moving more into a cerebral is that what you're saying and um so I'm learning I can I I have moved on from that and I will continue to move on mm. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know and if I guess I can also look at it like who are each of these you know the different way to look at it is who are, who are these people? Who is the, the young boy in me? Who is that young boy, you know, who's now an adult, but. Who yeah. is the stranger in me? And who is this strange, who is this yeah. dark stranger, this yeah, dark person stranger. Who, wants to get, who wants to be intimate with me? Like who wants oh, to. Oh, you, you didn't say that. You said he oh, never. No. Oh, okay. I'll just, yeah, no, he didn't touch me or like have any, it didn't feel, but there was, to me, my bed is an intimate yeah. space. Sure. It's intimate. Sure. And so to be climbing into like my intimate space with yeah. me is like a dark, yeah. a dark male, a completely shadowed male. Like maybe, you know, the man, the masculine is the part that is forward moving, right? Yes. Like it's kind of masculine yes. and the masculine is more sort of um, uh, structured, forward motion. Like an arrow, like the anatomy. An arrow, forward. And so maybe it's in a shadow because... I need to integrate that in myself so that I can be in the feminine, but also, you know, or maybe I'm, maybe somewhere in my unconscious, I'm, t I'm, I'm putting him in the shadow because I wanted to like tone the fuck down. Ah. Like, can you just tone down a little bit because this yeah. is too much structure and too much of that. And I'm, yeah. losing, I my, I'm losing my feminine. The thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. My, my ex-husband used to get so angry at me for interrupting him, but I never felt like I was interrupting. I felt like I was joining in the conversation and and speaking, you know, there's a real, what I consider masculine way of don't speak until I have finished speaking or you feel like a little like dissed somehow. And uh, then there's a feminine way, which is circuitous that mm -hmm. you're saying this and then I'm saying this, don't worry, we will get back to what you were saying. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hit on 10 other points mm -hmm. while doing it. So, um, yeah, that's why I got divorced. <laughs> yeah. Well, I you know, there's, that's there's a happy medium there with like <laughs> making sure that person is totally heard and yeah. and then chiming in. But, you know, I, I'm all for going in all sorts of different directions and trusting that we'll come back. <laughs> that, that's very, that is a very feminine <laughs> essence, a feminine way of being in the world and be, you know, have, allowing the chaos, allowing the flow, allowing the there's, things there's, to bubble up. There's a message for every, all of it, ourselves. Allow the chaos. Mm -hmm. I don't want. I don't want to even call it chaos. That seems a little bit scary. It's like Shiva, mm -hmm. the destroyer, you know. But allow, allow that you don't know. 
exactly. And that, and, and that's the thing of what's happening. Yeah. Right. Say we don't, again? It, that's what's kind of happening in my, in my new business is I just have no, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not sure exactly who I am in it. I'm not sure how to actually make it happen. I mean, I, I have little bits of info about all of that, but I don't know. And we don't really know anything, right? We just don't but We're know. all learning so much from you, Ellen, in your process. I hope it's not just me who's learning so much about. I certainly to- hope not too, because I, I really don't want to be, you know, just here yabbering about myself and oh, my life. Oh, I love to hear about that- it other people are because I know a lot of people are a lot of people in the world yes they're working new businesses so yeah I think that it's the time of like whatever we're in the Aquarius I don't know we're in all there's all kinds of really logical stuff going on wow a lot of astrological yeah Yeah. so I mean kind of interesting I'm not an astrologist but I love to hear about what the stars are doing oh I know what I wanted to share Mm -hmm. uh with you so I, I think I can remember it so I'm I'm doing like a deeper dive into the active imagination which is Carl Jung and um and as we were talking about Joe Dispenza and manifestation and uh trying to learn every a lot that I can learn and um one man that I saw speaking about Carl Jung he said our dreams are like stars and you know we can see them at night and they're still there during the day but we can't see them so he was basically sharing like we're also this is also a dream but we don't see that because it's light out so this waking life this world of matter is also a dream but it'll stay hidden from us because just as the light obscures the stars yeah, yeah, totally. I loved that uh, metaphor. Great. Yeah, it's a really great metaphor, great imagery for, yeah, for that. Yes. Yeah. So shall we say farewell, my dear? Yeah, I think so. That was that was that was awesome. That was kind of a fun exploration. Thanks yeah. for the, thanks for the dream the dream work and your attention to that. And um, I appreciate what you started with with the imaginal realm. That's really cool. And I thank you so much because. You know, I, I'm exploring. We're, we're all travelers. We're voyagers. We're just trying to learn whatever we can learn yeah. in our lives. Yeah. And it feels great to be able yeah. to explore and also explore the imagination. Mm-hmm. Everyone, it's, this is how I feel about dreaming. It's not exclusive. Everyone dreams. Even animals, not even animals, also animals dream. You know, even lizards, not even, also lizards. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and similarly, and maybe this is unique to humanity, is that we have an imagination. So, whereas our animal brethren have instinct, right, we have imagination. So, in that way, we reach closer to the stars in the way of our imagination. Yes. Yes, it's, we're slightly more evolved in that way. That's not, not better. <laughs> not better than. Not, for that's sure. right. Right. not better than. Not that. better. Just <laughs> <way>. also. Just also. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a little like a different level. So, yeah. um, Alan, please don't don't hang up. Listeners, thank you for joining us again. And please remember, if you want to share a dream and be on Zoom with us, 
uh, send me a note. I have the Dreamstream podcast on YouTube and the Dreamstream on Facebook. So just however you can reach me. You can private, right. message, private message on the Dreamstream Facebook page. Right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Ellen. I want to make sure the listeners know exactly how to do it. <laughs> totally. It has to be easy, otherwise they won't bother. Exactly. <laughs> right? Guys, right so, uh, guys. 100%. <laughs> All right, dreamers. Mm -hmm. For the mode, make your team. Good dreams.